Welcome to the family. I'm George. I'm Lynn. I'm Kaylin. I'm Rain. I'm Bella. And this is Family Bible Breakdown. <laughs> Each month we invite you into our living room as we get together and break down stories from the Bible. So let's get started. Luke 7, 36-50, Jesus anointed by a sinful woman. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who was touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who was this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So excited to talk about Mary and the Alabaster Box. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. This is one of my favorite stories, yeah. Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's just such a beautiful story. So good. And I get a whole picture of her, you know, doing this. I could just put myself in the room. Mm -hmm. And yeah. just so you guys know, like this story is found in more than one place. Even yeah. though we read the version that's written in Luke and we're going to be kind of like focusing in on the Luke story, mm -hmm. you could read like the different perspectives. You could read it in John. Yeah. You could read it in Matthew and Mark mm -hmm. so that you can get the whole scope of the story because yeah. each of the apostles, they gave the story from their own, you know, point of view, their own witness. So mm -hmm. yeah. in the book of Luke, it's funny because the chapter starts out that here is a sinful woman forgiven. Yeah. She was just sinful. They don't even give her a name. Like Luke yeah. doesn't even give her a name here. He just says mm -hmm. she was a sinful woman. So yeah. mm -hmm. here's this woman who has this reputation. So before she encounters Jesus, she was a woman who had a rep. Yeah. And yeah. so this is why they knew her as a sinful woman, you know, because they put these, this label on her. Mm -hmm. and, and given she probably was sinful, you know, obviously she was sinful. So not yeah. probably, but um, her reputation preceded her. Yeah. But that was until Jesus came into the picture. Mm -hmm. And let's just give you guys the backstory too. This woman, if you read about her in John and in Matthew and in Mark, you'll see that she, who she was is actually Mary, who was the sister of Lazarus yeah. and mm -hmm. of Martha. Mm -hmm. Now, Lazarus was the guy that Jesus raised from the dead. Yeah. Um, and remember, if you go back to that story where... Um, um, 
you know, Lazarus and Martha and Mary, these guys had a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. There was relationship there. Jesus often ate at their house. Because <laughs> even in one of the stories that tells us that Martha was a little, you know, she was a little feeling salty because Mary was not helping her. <laughs> like Martha was doing all the work. She was setting up the table, cooking yeah. and all that while yeah. Lazarus was sitting at the table and Mary was sitting at her at the feet of Jesus. So yeah. she was a little salty there. So this is the same. She's still the same Mary that we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And just to emphasize what you said, babe, is that the relationship between uh, Lazarus and Jesus was a close one mm-hmm. to the point that even the scriptures say that he wept mm-hmm. when he found yeah. out that Lazarus passed away. So yeah. that's a show. It was an intimate relationship that yeah. they had. They were friends. Whenever Jesus was in town, that's the house he went to. He <laughs> yeah. went to Mary and Martha and Lazarus' house. So mm-hmm. this is the same Mary that we are talking about. We just wanted yeah. to give you context. So there's mm-hmm. a relationship there. Yeah. And you can read more about her, like I said, in some of the other chapters. But I love that it says that, you know, here Jesus is. He's sitting at the table. He's sitting down to eat. And here comes this woman, a woman in the city who was a sinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, she comes into this house and she brings this alabaster box. That's no ordinary alabaster box. Yeah. This alabaster box is filled with this amazing perfume, this fragrance mm-hmm. that is like expensive. Yeah. This is not no dupe. This is the designer. Designer. All the way. Hey. Um, So it was a very expensive, you know, kind of uh, cologne or perfume. And it was in an alabaster box. So let's talk about the fact about the alabaster box itself. So the alabaster box was not a, that wasn't a cheap box. This is a really beautiful stone. And in order for her to be able to release the fragrance, it, it was a jar. It was a, it was really a jar. But in order to release the fragrance, they had to break the jar open. So break the neck of the jar mm-hmm. and the fragrance would come out. Mm-hmm. And the fragrance was worth a year's wages. Wow. A year's salary, y'all. Like, wow. talk about some expensive, expensive. stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> So she didn't bring just house. anything. You can pay off somebody's <laughs> house. You're right. Like mm-hmm. that's a salary. Imagine yeah. if I brought, if I had been had my entire salary for the year, life a life savings. And here in one moment, what do I do? I choose to pour it all out mm. at the feet of Jesus. And I love that, you know, she comes in and it says that um, she comes in weeping. She begins to wash Jesus feet with her tears. So this is the water that she's using to cleanse his feet. It's her tears. And she begins to wipe his feet with her hair as she Mm. anoints Jesus with this beautiful, fragrant, expensive perfume. And I'm wondering, you know, as you hear this, where are the tears coming from? Mm. What were the tears about? Could it be that she understood what her life was like at one point? 
and the difference that Jesus made. And these were tears of gratitude. These were tears of, man, I was one way and now I am another way. These were the tears that she poured over his feet. She recognized that Jesus wasn't no ordinary man. Yeah. Because a person who just thinks that Jesus is just this man who's going mm. to visit someone, they wouldn't pour out their life savings yes. literally on him. Yeah. But she knew that he was someone special. She knew that he came to this earth to deliver people. And yeah. so that's why she poured out her life savings. Yes. Yeah. And that just happens when you're in the presence of the living God. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like sometimes you just... You can't help it. You, you can't, can't help but just help cry when you're in yes. his presence. Yes. Sometimes people laugh, you know, yeah. they cry. Dance. It's just one of those things you can't control. And that's when yes. you know that you have experienced God for yourself. Yes. yes. Come on now. That is so true. You can't be face to face with yeah. Jesus <laughs> and, just be, and, and just be static. Like, you know, there's going to be some kind of reaction because it's the king of the universe, yep. the God of heaven and earth. Yeah. You're face to face with him. Mm-hmm. How so beautiful good. Is that? Uh, and also, I think it it was beautiful the way they used the alabaster box to as a symbol of the best that she had, mm-hmm. giving yeah. him the yeah. very best, not giving him any watered yeah. down or just yes. oh scraps. what a yeah. scraps whatever that she had. She gave him the best she had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's crazy because I gotta give her props. She was brave. She yep. was bold because, you know, when she walked in, yeah. she wasn't received well by everybody else. Yeah. As a matter of fact, some of these people had an attitude and they even kind yeah. of started questioning Jesus. Like they were talking amongst themselves, like if this guy really was a prophet, he would know who this woman is. Who is this, per- that this person did. that, yep, the mm. sins that she's caught, that she's done, who's touching him because she is a sinner. So in other words, he's letting her touch him. Like wow. if he only knew what she was doing last week you know Uh kind of thing like you know like does he really know who is anointing him does he really know who's touching him they're like literally throwing her past in front of her they're not seeing the forgiven the redeemed the restored uh woman here that god has changed her life yeah they're still seeing her like the old mary they're still Mm. seeing her for her sin instead of seeing her as redeemed Mm -hmm. let's put ourselves in her shoes right now because you know she knows what they're thinking when she walks into the room Mm -hmm. she knows what they're looking at it had to take everything in inside of her she must have thought i don't care what anybody thinks i have an opportunity here right now to minister to jesus himself Mm. to let him know how much i love him what i think of him how special he is to anoint him there was a she had an assignment Mm -hmm. to anoint him and she was not gonna let anybody stop her from what she was on assignment to do she was there to anoint him for his burial yeah wow and she just in that moment the other people there were judging her Mm -hmm. but she didn't feel judged by jesus come on Come on. It didn't matter to her what all the other people had to say or any of the looks she may have gotten Come from on. everyone else. Because the only person that mattered to her there was Jesus. She was, yes. Yes. And she was accepted by him and she was loved and forgiven by him. Come yeah. on now. He's on. the only one that matters. Yeah. Because when you think about it, she didn't pour her perfume on everybody in yeah. the party. She, she poured her 
perfume on Jesus because she came for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's it. It was her and God. It was just her and him. It was an audience of one. (laughs) She didn't care who else was in the room. They all could have either participated Mm. or she's like, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about me. It doesn't matter what, you know, what shame or whatever. I'm here for him. Mm -hmm. I'm here because of what he's done in my life. The difference that he's made in my life. I'm here because, oh my gosh, I owe him everything. I am not the same way I was. I am not the same person. He's made the difference in my life, and I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm going to give it all to him. And we should use that as an example. How many times we're in the house of God or we, we feel like we want to be more intimate with God and we want to go up, but mm. we're afraid yeah. or we're thinking about what is this person going to say about yep. me? Mm-hmm. This person is staring at me. Mm-hmm. What are they going to judge me? Or what are they going to do that? And it, she's the perfect example of what, yeah. you know, like it's only you and God. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. It's about your it's relationship with God. No one mm-hmm. else in the room. Just yeah. you and God. Mm-hmm. And if he's called you to do a certain act, then go for it. You know? Yes. Amen. That's right. I mean, and look at what she poured out. She poured out the best. She poured out everything that was valuable Mm -hmm. to her. That was nothing in comparison to everything that God had given her, how much he had forgiven. That's why Jesus himself says, you know, he himself says that you, you have, she's been forgiven much. That's why she loves much. And in verse 47, it says, so I tell you this. Her many sins have been forgiven. She has loved a lot. But the one who has been forgiven little loves only a little. And sometimes I feel like us as Christians, sometimes non-believers can have more love than us. Mm, Because sometimes we take, as Christians, we take advantage of that Jesus died on the cross for us. Mm. And that we don't even think. Like, Jesus died for us. We take it for granted. We take it for granted. Yeah. But, but I love that God said that she had so much love yes. and that all the Pharisees and the Christians, mm-hmm. they had little love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's in the room and that moment was an expression of her love for him. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is the least I can do. And yet look what, how much it was worth. Yeah. It was yeah. worth it. It was such an important moment that it's in God's word. Jesus wanted her to be known because yes. of this act that she did. He wanted her memorialized mm-hmm. because of this act, this demonstration. And it was also a prophetic act yeah. because she was she was literally anointing him for his burial Yeah. because he was going to be crucified. He was going to die on the cross, not just for her sins, but for yeah. all of this our sins. Mm-hmm. And so this was a prophetic act yeah. Yeah. of how she was anointing his body, preparing it for his burial. Yeah. So not only was this woman redeemed and loved by God, but she even did this prophetic act, yeah. this surrendered selfless act to give him all she has she's like i will not hold back what cost me nothing i will bring everything to him i will bring him my best because of what he's done for me so she anoints him and he he says your sins have been forgiven and he looks and he said he even tells um simon like hey i walked into your house 
you didn't even give me water to wash wow. my feet. Mm-hmm. Yet this woman has washed my feet with her tears. Yeah. And she's dried the, my feet with her oh, hair. Yeah. Wow, that is so good because she seized the opportunity that was in seized front of her. She didn't know like how much longer Jesus was going to be this. So mm-hmm. She was like, he's here right now. I'm going to take advantage of this moment right That's now. So and she was able to honor him. Yes. And just like dad said, like how many of us, we feel that pull, we feel that mm. call, but we just ignore it. And we're like, yes. oh, we have more time. We have more time. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is not promised to no, anyone. It's not. Now is our moment. God is right in front of us, yes. waiting for us. Come he's on. calling us. And then yes. later on, when we're going to have to give an account for our lives, mm. we're going to regret these moments. So why did I worry about what people thought? Yes. When in hindsight, this Come is so on. much greater. So much greater. Yeah. And it's funny because in the version of John, in verse 8, it says, you will always have the poor among you, but mm. you won't always have me. Yes. yes. Come on. Let's talk about seizing the moment. Yeah. She yeah. loved that She didn't care about any what anybody else thought. You know mm-hmm. why? That's right. He was so special. He was everything to her. Yeah. That it didn't matter what anybody else thought. Nobody was going to rob mm-hmm. her from this come opportunity. Come on. How many of us, we miss it. Yeah. Sometimes even we come to church yeah. and we're waiting. We're waiting for yeah. Jesus to come to us for him him to make us feel yeah. well that's not what it's about it's about us taking that mm. opportunity to Come minister on. to him yeah. for us to minister to him for us yeah. to anoint yes. him for us to love on him for us to kiss him for us to pour our love on his feet at his throne yeah will we grab hold of the opportunity whether the person on the left or the right mm. decide to grab mm. hold of it <laughs> will we grab hold of it will yeah. we take that time to just Amen. be with him to you. just sit at his feet yeah. to Come just on. Give him and tell him how much we love him. To hold nothing back from him. She held nothing back. Mm -hmm. But she brought it all in that moment. In a room full of people. It was just her and him. Come on. How beautiful that is. You know what I love is that that perfume didn't just represent a year's wages. But think about that. Think about the alabaster box, the jar. As us, our bodies. Mm. And that perfume is her life being poured out before mm. him. That's yeah. good. So it's we have the opportunity to bring everything to the Lord, yeah. Yeah. to pour everything that we are, man, the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. lay it at his feet because he knows it all anyway, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. We can pour out our sin before Amen. him. We can pour out our brokenness. We can pour out our love. And you know what? The fact that we're surrendering it all at his feet, what he can do with us, it becomes this beautiful fragrance that Mm. just fills the room Mm. because the fragrance of her life in that moment filled the room and it was a beautiful fragrance because it became a love offering to the Lord it became her worship to him so as you bring your full life it becomes worship Mm. that it's an aroma that ascends to the throne of heaven Mm. and it's the sweet aroma that pleases God it's a sweet offering before him you know what your brokenness mm. laid at the feet of jesus mm. becomes a sweet aroma yeah, come to on. Him. it's a brokenness just like that alabaster box was broken yes. or broken open yeah. when we bring our brokenness to him mm. watch what he will do with it so if you're Amen. walking through a season of brokenness come if on. you're walking through come a on. season where you feel labeled you feel like your sin is too messy too bad mm. you can't come before a holy god that's exactly mm. where you need to come from <laughs> You got to come to the one that can take your brokenness and turn it into a beautiful Amen. fragrance mm, that so can great. take your 
messed up life, your sin, your reputation. And when it's in his hands, at his feet, it becomes this beautiful gift, this beautiful aroma. Mm. Your life is forever transformed. And you may be asking yourself, well, what do I have? What, what should I bring? Bring your gifts. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has a gift. God has given every one of us a gift. May it yeah. be a gift of worship. May it be mm-hmm. a gift of praise. May it be a gift of prayer. You come. Yes. And that's what you bring out to the altar. And you say, God, use me. Yes. Use my gifts, Lord. Use everything I may have. And that's yes. the, that's where the sacrifice comes. Mm-hmm. When you come and bring it to the altar and you say, Lord, use what is within me. Yes. What is inside of me. Yes. What you created me with, Lord. Yes. I want to bring it back to you and use that for your glory. Use yeah. this broken vessel. Mm-hmm. This messed up vessel. This imperfect vessel. This vessel that has the label of reputation. Mm-hmm. God, can you use this vessel? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. He can take your life and he can use it and turn it into something beautiful turn it into something fragrant all those things you don't got to get it together before you come to him just like she came even with that label of a sinful woman and she walked through past all of those people that knew everything about her Mm. but Jesus knowing everything about her welcomed her with open arms he welcomed her with love that's who he is he loves you he loves you so much he stretched out his arms for you on a cross that's how just like she poured everything he poured everything yeah Mm. he poured his Mm. life out on that cross he did he poured out his blood on that cross Mm. and it became it was the forgiveness of our sins Mm -hmm. so bring your sin he can handle it yeah bring your reputation he can handle it yeah you're not telling him something he doesn't know (laughs) he wants it he loves you he accepts you and he's gonna turn your life around it'll become a sweet offering at his feet he's been waiting for you all along he loves you that much that he'll pause the room when you come forward to him amen Amen. Amen. will you surrender it all today will you bring those things that you know that he's been calling you to bring anyway he wants your life surrendered he wants those gifts brought to him watch what he can do with everything that you lay at his feet it becomes beautiful it becomes a fragrance don't be afraid to come to him don't worry about what others think but watch how a loving father will receive you today. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, if you were blessed by this podcast, please take a moment to like, share, follow on all streaming platforms. Bye.